All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Herb Sessions. This is another exciting episode. Got some friends here. I'm excited, guys, to have you here. Uh, a couple things I've been into lately, as always. Laird Superfood, check it out. It's good organic coffee creamer if you need your coffee fix. <clears throat> and uh, whiskey I've been drinking lately, Knob Creek 9. That's Knob Creek 9. Check it out. Pretty good stuff. Also, check out my other episodes on any platform, IG, uh, SoundCloud, and I think that's it. Just type in Herb Sessions and you'll find them. So, I got some cool guests from work. Um, go ahead and introduce yourselves, guys. Whoever wants to go first. You want to go first, buddy? Yeah, sure. All right, all right, right. All right. <laughs> uh, so, I just moved here from Arizona. Uh, went to school out there and then decided to come out to Utah just to start a whole new life. Cool. So far, I've been working at the university for about nine months, ten months now, and uh, met these pretty cool guys in CT. So, I thought, hey... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and your name, good sir. Yeah, it's uh, Cash. Cash, yep. Cash Money with a K, right? Yep, yep. Okay. Yeah. Cash Money with a K. Love it, my lady. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, my name's Crystal, and I work with Russell at the U and CT Tech. So, and it's been a good time. Cool. Try to listen that, or actually, kind of lean into it just a little bit more. Okay. Or you could bring it up. <laughs> So, um, cause I think on the last one, I didn't, I think we weren't talking loud enough and it was kind of quiet. So I'm trying to figure this all out. It's, I haven't messed with the video recording before, like I'm doing now. So it's all trial and error. So okay. we'll see how it turns <laughs> out. But so I wanted you to come on the show because we want to talk about something we have in common here and yes. the world itself. Yes. Uh, we're going to talk about anxiety. And usually depression follows anxiety. So I'll give you a rundown of my story. Uh, my issue, I don't want to call it an issue. It kicked in for me at a very young age. I was about, I think, five when I started having problems. Just didn't know where I was going, didn't know what I was doing with mental issues. That is um, just a very sad kid. Didn't know why. Then later on, I would find out... Um, you know, as time went on, it got worse and worse, especially during teenage years. Boy, mm -hmm. I want to talk about mess. Yeah. Um, there was, uh, it got to the point where it got to like self-infliction issues. Um, I think a lot of kids go through it, mm -hmm. but then they just don't know how to bring it up or tell their parents because they're embarrassed or they think that you're weak or you got to be strong like them. It goes on and on and on and on. So you kind of feel trapped within yourself. And you don't know what to do, so you put the pain on yourself. And that's what I did for, boy, a long, long, long time. Then I went to multiple therapists on and off my whole life, pretty much. I'm in therapy now, and I found the right kind of therapy. I didn't know this. There was, there's all kinds of therapy. Uh, there's family, marital. But the one that I needed the most was trauma therapy. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm working with a trauma therapist right now. And this dude is just... He, Pandora's box, man. It's like, oh man, really? This is what's going on. And um, it, it, it's it. Some sessions are really great, and then some sessions I just feel like we're just hanging out. Yeah, just hanging out because things are okay. Um, on and off with medications. I think I took a slew of every antidepressant that was on the table, along with um, anxiety medications, 
And for me, it worked to about like a point. For most people, usually right when you start taking it, it works out great. You feel great. You're like, damn, man, I could conquer the world. Then after a while, they keep upping it and upping it. And then you start to get a little bit more number and number and number. And that's how, that's where it got to me. It got to the point where I was like, I could just end my life now. It was that comfortable. It was scary. Yeah. So I stopped. So forget, forget it. That, that's no way to live. And I, I never got like a diagnosis. I was always like, man, there's something up. I just can never be happy. And there was all, it's always waves. It's never like consistent. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. It's always like, yeah, dude. Yeah. And then it's like, <laughs> man, I don't want to live anymore. And there's no reason for me to even, life is good. I have it really good, but mentally it was not good. My life was good, but in here it was a mess. So when I got to x-ray school, I needed accommodations for school. And like, well, you got to go get testing to see if you have like a learning disability, whatever it is that um, even when I had to go take my boards, I had to submit all this paperwork because I needed extra time. Um, Something to look into if you need time if you're not good at test taking like myself because where they only give you three hours i think they gave me six they doubled it which was i took all six hours (laughs) (laughs) so i got that done and come to find out it was a diagnosed with major depressant disorder uh with mania which i think they're trying to get away from bipolar one disorder Mm -hmm. but that's what everyone's familiar with but I prefer to say major depression disorder with mania, meaning not only you're fighting depression, but those waves up and down, that's where it comes from. Um, mostly people who are bipolar are mostly just severely depressed. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not that they don't appreciate what they have. And I, I always battled that too is, oh, your, your life is so good. What are, you, what are you worrying about? You know, you have it. You know, look at what you did. Look at all the accomplishments you have. I was like, I, I never said I didn't appreciate that. I never said I don't appreciate what I've done or things like that. It's until you're in it and you deal with it your whole life, you just don't know. And that's not to harp on people who don't go through it. It's, it, it's hard. It, it's hard to explain. So hard. And then people are like, what's the problem? And you're just, I, it's tough. And uh, I, I want to do this episode because I want open people up more because, believe it or not, there's probably people out there who don't want us to talk about it, who are afraid to be like, man, I got, this is what's going on. You know, I don't feel okay. They're scared what their work might think of them or their friends. Um, and too bad. Like, you can't <laughs> hold that in, you know, yeah. because if yeah. you hold that in, you're 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 set you're setting yourself up for just destruction disaster yeah <laughs> so that that's where i'm at it's still an ongoing battle um mm-hmm. you know some days are great some and i'll notice it too i'm like oh man I'm, here it comes here it comes yeah you could feel it coming yeah. it's a crazy it, it's the craziest feeling and and it's not about being you're weak or you're weak-minded or whatever because i want to be happy Man, I thrive. I'm like, what can I do better to make? I'll, I'll work out, I'll eat health, I eat super healthy. I do all these things that people are like, these are good for yeah. your mind. But yeah. my mind's like, oh, I'm going to give you some depression. Yeah, here you go. Sprinkle that yeah. on top. Here you go. <laughs> eat, eat your heart up. Yeah. And uh, it, it, it's tough. 
And when I go through my moments, people see it too. They're like, man, what's up? What's up with you, dude? You're usually pretty happy going, joking around. And that's why I do joke around a lot, because if I don't, I'm going to be a mess. And that's why I have music too, is because when I'm in that, depression what (laughs) but when i'm done it comes like oh man it's all over yeah yeah (laughs) you know uh so that's where i'm at it you know it's not gonna ever go away as much as i want it to and i always try to figure out where's this coming from why 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 am i always anxious Mm -hmm. um just what i went through as a kid having all these surgeries and just not understanding what's going on and then come to find out it runs deep in my family and none of them are talking about it or they don't want to admit it. Yeah. I got cousins who have only just told me, yeah. like, don't, don't tell my, you know, significant other or don't tell so and so. Don't tell my parents. I'm like, damn, man. Yeah. And I think, don't hide it. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. what you're coming, kind of coming back to where people are just kind of afraid to be, you know, weak, you know, and I think yeah. that they kind of say that, oh, if I tell someone about what I'm feeling, you know, they might see me as weak and, yeah. yeah. So it's it's interesting perspective. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 wild because people want to talk about it and they don't, and they really just are. They're afraid. They're afraid of, and and a lot of it yeah. too is they want to lose what they have too. They don't want to lose family. To, mm-hmm. Like what's up? What's going on? What's going on? Um, but the more you talk about it, and the more you bring it out. I mean, I used to. I haven't told anybody. I think when I got diagnosed, I told three people, but. As I get older and older in age, and it gets harder and harder with like these waves, because yeah. the stress just gets more and more as you get older. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I do meditation and yoga, and it helps. But the only thing that really helps is like, hey man, this is what I'm going through, mm-hmm. and you'd be surprised. People are like, oh, damn, <laughs> yeah, I kind of been through that. Yeah. You know, yeah. I've had my moments. Yeah. And kudos to people who are quote unquote tough, I guess. <laughs> but even with that toughness, there there's a moment where there's like, I can't do it anymore. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. You know, yeah. nobody is immune to like this. Yeah. yeah. No. Sooner or later, you're going here or you're going here. Yeah. Like, and it may not be for long. Sometimes it's a couple of days and they're like, cool. Yeah. And some people, it's months or yeah. years, and it's it's tough. It's tough. But don't be afraid to talk about it. So I wanted to bring you on because you told me what was going on. And your family kind of came at you a little bit, kind of belittled you. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> All go right. ahead, give, give, me so, your, give me your story. I how, was, how did you, how do you work through it? How, how do you, I work through it? Yeah. Oh, gosh, that's hard. Uh, <laughs> so first of all, I was diagnosed with major depressive disorder as well. Hey, cheer, um, cheers. <laughs> right? And anxiety when I was... 11 or 12 ish and then a year later after that i also got diagnosed with anorexia so oh, really? <laughs> just bombarded with a bunch of stuff um so it was i was definitely going through a hard time um i remember during my eighth grade year actually it got really bad that i had to go to the hospital and i had to stay there for a week and then i had to go to like some special safe school for like another month before they'd allow me to go back to like my real school again mm-hmm. um so yeah <laughs> like you said like teenage years were super tough um i'd cry all the time i just always feel like i was just surrounded by darkness um i did the self-harm too and 
I still have some of those scars around. Most of them have faded. Yeah. But some are still there. And then, yeah, honestly, my family has been, like, my immediate family has been super supportive. And they're honestly my, my rock. My mom's my rock. Cool. Um, so <laughs> I go to her a lot. I feel like she's my biggest support. So I think that's how I keep surviving. And even, like, when I start going downhill, I think of her. I'm like, no, like, I can't do this to my mom. Yeah. So... I try harder for her and for my family, for my little brother. I'm like, no, I can't do this to them. I have to be there for them. So I feel like my family and my faith has been the biggest help. But like you said, yeah, there are family members who um, think I'm weak. I think it was a couple years ago. My aunt, my mom's sister, she called me um, just to see how my New Year's was. It was a few days after New Year's. It's like, oh, yeah, it's fine. You know, we just talked. We caught up. And then she asked me, oh, like, well, how have you been? And, like, I told her the truth. Like, oh, I've been all right. You know, it's been a little mm-hmm. hard lately, but I'm doing okay. <laughs> and then she But you like, weren't. <laughs> I wasn't okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then she goes on to, like, make a comment. It's like, oh, like, well, you, yeah, you'll be fine. I mean, there's always, like... um a weaker sibling, I guess. And she was comparing me to my sister. And it's like, yeah, like, you're you're just, like, the weaker one. But, you know, it's fine. Like, as time goes on, you'll learn to be stronger. I'm like, okay, gee, thanks. Jeez. And then she said the same thing about my mom. Like, yeah, you're just like your mom. Like, she's always been a little more sensitive and weaker. Um, she just doesn't know how to handle things when life comes at her. I'm like, Okay, thank yeah, you. Yeah, I would, I would get clowned on that when I was younger, too. Why yeah. are you so sensitive all the time? Why are you yeah. this and that? But I I feel when you say that, you do your you do your child or whoever a disservice because you're kind of more in tuned. As much as it's a curse, it is a blessing in a weird way. Yeah, no, I agree. You know? I'm not sure if you no, agree with I, that. I, I totally agree with that. In fact, you know, one of my philosophies is, you know, you find the beauty in the darkness, whereas... You know, a lot of these people, I come out of the different perspective, more as like the person who's been around it a lot. Um, personally, my mom and my sister diagnosed and then having uh, personal friends that I've had, you know, commit suicide. So it's sure. it's been pretty, you know, not going through it, not being able to understand what they're feeling, but being able to see it and kind of um, understand it. Um, from my perspective, I think it's, you know, weak leadership on our part. You know, it's so called the tough people. Yeah. Um, I see it as, you know, they're just tough. They're playing a front. They're telling people what to do. You know, you got the doctors telling you, you got this, you got doctors telling you to take this drug, or you have your parents telling you to be stronger to try to get through it. But I think from people who haven't understood it, it's more of a leadership through listening, you know, understanding that people who do have a hard time with anxiety or depression, sometimes when they say it out loud and they say it to themselves, it sounds way lighter instead of darker inside their head. Whereas like, oh, it's only happened to me, like you guys were mentioning, you know. Mm-hmm. I feel like one of the biggest things I've always heard is uh, people saying, like, uh, they don't, um, oh, they think they're alone, you know, and that's the biggest thing. So that's why I really like this podcast, because, you know, yeah. people, I was telling Crystal that there are a lot of people out there that are just stuck in their rooms. They don't know who to listen to or talk to, but I think they just need to listen and just understand. Yeah. And uh, and I think, you know, through people talking, they find solutions. And it might not be a solution for long term, but sure. the, the thing they're going through right then and there. Yeah, 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 man. Well, well said. <laughs> yeah. Well put. And I know, um, I know, Crystal was kind of a little worried to kind of tell you what's going on because yeah. that, that's a lot to not only deal with 
we have the same thing, but mm-hmm. then uh, anorexia. Yeah. Is that, did I say that right? Yeah. Okay. And I didn't, I didn't know that was another yeah. thing you had to battle as well. Yeah. And where I did feel that like, come from? Um, I honestly don't know. I feel like it's just, I've always been a perfectionist ever since I was like a little girl. Like even my mom was like, you know, you always wanted everything so perfect. Same. So I think it just came from that. And I feel, I think I was already depressed. So I wanted to find some sort of value in myself. So I went for like, you know, my image, you know, and I thought like in my head, like, oh, like, well, if I'm thin, if I'm skinny, like I'll be beautiful and Uh people like pay attention to me and stuff. Um, And that's like the only thing that would keep me happy sometimes, like, because I'd see a girl like, oh, she's so much prettier than me. I'm like, oh, but I'm skinnier. So (laughs) it's Mm. a little better. She's smarter because I compare myself a lot i, I still do i still struggle yeah. with that oh, we all do <laughs> yeah. nobody like the people who are like no man it's all about me i don't care what other people think <laughs> okay yeah, whatever <laughs> yeah <laughs> everybody cares what people think of them yeah. we want to lurk us look a certain way yeah. maybe as you get older that kind of trash leaves yeah. you yeah it does but you know we're young we're trying to figure it out yeah. we're trying to you know we want to look good right and you know? yeah and i thought being thin was like equivalent to like beauty and stuff and yeah i was so skinny i used to be like a double zero. Oh so, my i know and you're pretty tall yeah so i was yeah i didn't i didn't look great in yeah. my mind i thought like, oh i look good i'm uh-huh. so thin i can see my bones and that's what i like and then just like the thought of like gaining weight just it would terrify me. i'd start crying like just thinking about like gaining weight and eating too much and if i feel like i started eating too much like, oh i ate too much today like the next day, I just like, oh, I just won't eat at all. Damn. So, yeah, it was crazy. So I, I was interned for that, too, when I had to go to the hospital. It was for... Did they have um, to admit you for a while and kind of plump you up a little bit? Uh, <laughs> uh, not really. Uh, they did... Th- I'm not going to say threaten me, but um, I did yeah. have a hard time eating while I was there. So they just sure. said, like, hey, like you have to start eating. If not, like we will have to put in the feeding tube. And that kind of like... Nope. Like, yeah, I'm going to yeah, start yeah. eating. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You got any steaks? Like, yeah, I'm not. Please don't put a feeding tube in. Um, so, I did get to that point. It's like, hey, like, we, you have to start doing something. Sure. Or, you know. We're going to take matters. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I was in the hospital for that and also for, like, um, I was like, suicide, like, attempted suicide. Uh-huh. Um, so, you did attempt or it was just kind of. super close. Super close? To it. Got you. Yeah. I think I've we I've had moments where it was like, yeah yeah like if it I remember, were to happen I'd be totally cool with yeah that. I was yeah. I was in my kitchen and then I had the pills in my hand and then I also had like a knife next to me in the counter mm-hmm. so like I had everything ready like I'm so ready but then like a thought came to me oh I'm just gonna call my dad mm-hmm. and then because that time like my my parents are divorced so I don't live with my dad but I've always been like, a daddy's girl so I'm like I'm sure, gonna call sure. my daddy and then oh, I. <laughs> It's just a hard time. And I just sure. kind of broke down on him. And it's a good thing he, he lived nearby, actually. So he came over right away. My mom woke up. Like, every whole family came, woke up and came to the living room. We all started talking. And then had to go like, to like, an emergency session the next day with my psychiatrist. And that's when he told me, like, yeah, I'm going to have to, like, send you to uni. Mm. I don't know if you heard of uni. Is that the University of Utah Hospital? No, I don't know what uni is. Okay. So it's the University Neuropsychiatric Institute. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's like right by where we work. It's like in a research park. Okay. Yeah. So that's where I had to go. <laughs> but it actually helped a lot. So yeah, I'm, I'm good. grateful that I did. How did 
How was it when you started eating again? Was it kind of hard to? It was hard. Or were you like, oh, I'm going to get fat? Or, I remember I would. Or not fat, I'm going to gain weight. <laughs> I would cry thing. a lot. Yeah? Um, Boy, that's so crazy because some people have the opposite with food where they can't get enough. Oh, no. They're just. Yeah. You know, no, and they're big. The and, yeah. And it's, no, like my mom would have wild. to like, yeah. like force me to eat like you have to eat and then i just like cry at the table <laughs> but i mean i was scared of my mom so i would eat the food <laughs> she's a scary i love her but she could be very scary hey, those are moms for you <laughs> yeah. so i'd eat and then i mean it got better i wouldn't say that i have anorexia still but i still have those lingering thoughts sure for yeah, sure yeah, yeah. there are those dark thoughts that still kind of linger there but i would say i would i have recovered from it i'm actually trying to gain weight now like i feel like i'm too thin I'm trying mm-hmm. to gain weight but it's not as easy it's not very easy <laughs> yeah yeah it's weird when like thin people are like i'm gonna gain weight and they just hammer food down and they're just like i can't put on the I, weight i can't yeah i can't gain the weight yeah people tell me that they're like dude you're so thin i'm like dude i've tried eating <laughs> and bulking <Yep>. protein <laughs> shakes just out the door and just eat 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 and my body's like nope no yeah. out it comes <laughs> i can't hold and you have to realize too some people are just aren't built for that yeah like you just eat to when you feel full and leave it at that because mm-hmm. some people are just like you gotta you gotta eat and eat, eat, yeah. eat, eat sometimes your body's like dude i can't yeah yeah sometimes my appetite is just weird like it goes in waves like mine too yeah, like yeah, I'm I'll super just put hungry. it down and then sometimes the I won't eat at yeah. all. I forget. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you forget to eat. And that's where I've been recently is like I don't have an appetite right now. Like I'm not hungry. Are you so. depressed about something? <laughs> Does that usually trigger it? Yeah. Is yeah, when you I start think getting so. down and that's that does it, makes it for it me. worse. Yeah, I won't eat sure. when I'm bummed out. Just mm-hmm. like, nah, I don't care. Yeah. So yeah, like I've hardly had anything today. Like I tried eating some. I got some stuff. food in there. You want something? <laughs> I'm okay, thank you. Yeah, I'll make you. I cooked some chicken the other day. It's pretty good. <laughs> just saying, just saying. You let me know. I'll feed you when we're done. Okay, sounds <laughs> so good. So if you're hungry, let me know. So what about? Let's go back to. So you you battled the eating, and then how how was your depression from and all that from that from that point after you got started eating better um, i should say i mean it was still there i mean took care of one thing but you know the other thing was still there and my depression my anxiety was still there um and just like you i had go th- i went to therapy a lot I take medications and i still do sure um does the meds help do you feel like it I makes feel, you feel okay or yeah i feel like they do help me because do i have tried going off of them like several uh-huh. times and it's just it's always a train wreck <laughs> yeah yeah it's i uh, i lived with a a roommate way back when and she has to take uh i think it's zoloft yeah that's what i take so she had to take it every day i'm like yeah and she's like and it it i'm not saying they're bad because it really does work for some folks yeah it, it helps them tremendously um but for me my I always got the uh, like side effects of everything. Oh, like my okay. mood got worse. I was angry. I was a little. Yeah. I was a bitch, man. <laughs> yeah. I was a mean son of a bitch for a while. <laughs> Just and I'm like, what is wrong with me? Because when you start tweaking with your brain like that, man, yeah. it's it could be really beneficial yeah. or it cannot. And then I kind of had a question for you guys. When you guys did go through that, like, um, you know, 
prescription. Get that oh yeah, closer definitely. To you. <laughs> when you guys went to the doctor, did you guys like try a bunch of different medication, or did you just try one? Yeah, it's like I, trial and error. Gotcha. Oh yeah, gotcha. it's a lot of yeah. lot of trial and error. Yeah, and that that's the part that kind of turned me off from him. Like, yeah. we're we're really messing around here with the brain, with the most powerful thing that we know of. Yeah, and we're messing with it like. We're turning things off, turning things on, mm-hmm. and like it got to the point where I was just like, "Who yeah. am I?" It was oof. Yeah, my uh, last <laughs> roommate went through something like that, and I kind of saw the effects of what was happening with him. And uh, he went so far where he was on like a schizophrenia medicine, so it got like pretty deep. Mm-hmm. But at one point, he was just like, "I just now I'm just tired, you know. I feel unmotivated. Yeah. I feel like he just you could see it in his eyes too, which is really interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, when you put it into the drug perspective, it's it's yeah." Yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of like um, like the opiate issue. Mm-hmm. Um, it just changes you. Yeah, you turn into a whole different person until you get it right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Once you get it right, yeah, man, that it is awesome. But when, yeah. I never, they never could get it right. Yeah, it when, just, when you guys did go, um, was it the first thing that the doctor kind of said, like, okay, you know, you have this now, it's time to go on this, or did they give you other options as like therapy or? you know, talk to your parents or try to find out the issue or was it pretty much, okay, we're going to put you on this? Um, well, I'll, I'll go first. Mm-hmm. For me, it was, they didn't know. Um, I, and it took till I was 30. I graduated school two years ago. What am I? 30. I forget how old I am. You're 33. 33. <laughs> so <laughs> I was 31 when I got diagnosed. So that whole time I was like, what is going oh, on? It was a mess, dude. My, and I always would like tell my parents, I'm like, man, just something's off. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I want to be happy, but I'm not. And they're just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And, yeah. and it's not their fault. I don't, I'm not putting it all mm-hmm. on them. They just didn't understand. I don't know. Maybe you're just, you know, you're a teenager. You're yeah. going through shit. Sure. <laughs> and you are. Yeah. But it was different because it, it, it was just off. Mm-hmm. And I, I knew it from the get go. So that whole time, I was like, what am I dealing with? Because, I'll be in great moods, mm-hmm. and then five minutes later, I'm a complete asshole. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. for no reason. Yeah, mm. and it it finally clicked when that doctor read my diagnosis to me. I was like, "Oh shit, yeah. that that's what it is." Mm-hmm. He's like, "I immediately, you know, when you're like life flashes, yeah, mm-hmm. everything yeah, came yeah. forward." I was like, <gasps> yeah, "Yeah, no wonder, <laughs> yeah. no wonder relationships were always a nightmare. No wonder." Mm-hmm. Everything was a mess. No wonder school was hard. No wonder yeah. This, yeah. this, 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 this. And even though, even though that I know what it is now, it's still, I, I, I have to check myself. Gotcha. Like, don't be, don't be an asshole. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> it's, I'm in, I'm in here 24 seven. Knock yeah. it off. Yeah. Knock it off. And sometimes I'll even get mad at Crystal when we're at work. Yeah. I'm like, don't say anything. Yeah. So, so like before thirty one, did you um, did you recognize that? So when you were like you know I'd have a mood swing or when you were unhappy, did you recognize it then or was it after thirty one where you were like, oh that's why I acted out back then? Good point. Good question. Um, no, I just figured that's who I was. I figured, oh, this must be. Gotcha. I must be. This is my a jerk. I'm a jerk. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah I'm a mean person. Oh. And then when I realized what it was, I was like. Uh, that wasn't my fault, you know? Yeah. None of that was my fault because I didn't know. It's kind of like a lot of things in life. When you try to put, how do you get to two? Yeah. You got to add one. And, oh, all right. Yeah. The whole time I was stuck at one plus one. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? what is going on? <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So 
I'm not saying I'm not, I can't hold myself accountable for the way I was because yeah. I mean, I'm still apologizing to people yeah. um, that I've either dated in the past or I've said some mean shit. I, I'm still, I'm working on it daily. Like, Hey man, I'm, I'm sorry that I, this is what's what was going on. Right? Yeah. Oh man, I forgot about that. Long time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Oh, okay. but, but with people who are dealing with it, like with bipolar, you're, you're sensitive. Yeah. You were, the worriness that comes with it is, ugh, mm-hmm. it's draining. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm mean to people on the phone at work, not mean, but a little you know. aggressive. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah stop yeah. calling us. We'll get to you. Yeah. And when I hang up, I'm like, oh, don't yeah. be like that. Yeah. I know. Yeah. But everybody else is, is yeah. they don't care. Yeah. yeah, that's interesting. I know. I know. Yeah. That's how you got to be. I'm like, but it's not me, man. I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. It's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I apologize even to some of my classmates I was rude to um, because it it's the right thing to do. Um, yeah. When you explain what was going on, they go, oh, man, I, I had no idea, but... Just, and they always tell me we're good, man. Yeah, that, that was a long time ago. And it just makes me a better person. Yeah, because I don't, I don't want to be mean. Yeah, <laughs> look at that bug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, that 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 was for me. I'm not sure. Um, I how think it was for, for me, I was younger, obviously. So I think, I mean, my memory's not that great. I think we probably just started out with just therapy first. And then they saw that wasn't really helping. And they're like, okay, well, we do have to start adding some medications now. And again, it was just that trial and error just to find the right ones. Or sometimes it would work for a little bit. And like, okay, well, it's not working anymore. So I go, okay, we have to find a new medication. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I did a lot of therapy. I did a lot of group stuff as well. Like with like other girls like my age who are going through stuff. I know I went, I did go to a group that was just for like girls with like eating disorders. So that, that helped a bit but i don't know but that's kind of how i went through it and yeah like i'm <laughs> the same um yeah when it gets really bad i just i've noticed this recently that i push people away when <laughs> i'm not in a good place and mm-hmm. and which is like the exact opposite of what i need but i was talking to my mom about it and because she suffers from depression anxiety as well and then she said like yeah it's kind of weird like it's kind of like you're subconsciously you're addicted to that pain and suffering so you do these little things that would just add more to it yeah. like me i i push people away like i drive them away like i do silly things that make them like oh i don't want to hang out with this girl anymore yeah. so they just leave but then i'm like i look back and i'm like crap like i actually need people um yeah but so, you have to remember that's not your fault yeah and i have to push that constantly with myself too it's not your fault the best thing you do is recognize it, kind of just, all right, all right, give, give me give me a day. I have a friend that um, she lives in a different country, and she has the same thing. And I notice when she's having a moment, she's like, uh, I'm not going to, I'll see you in a couple of days. All right, I'll mm-hmm. be here. I'm not going anywhere. But I do that too. I'm like, man, these nobody cares about me. Yeah. Psh, psh, nobody cares. And then I start pushing everybody away. I'm right. like, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. What am I doing? Or, yeah, it's either my dep- it's either my depression or my anxiety. And recently, it's been my anxiety that's been kind of <laughs> driving people away. Like, honestly, I just get like so insecure about things, and then oh, and I feel so stupid. But like, I kind of throw those insecurities on the other people. Like, well, oh, this yeah. girl's too Gu- much. Guilty. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, so then they just leave and disappear. I'm like, oh, okay. You ever try new mood? Mm-mm. I'll give you some. Okay. It's from. Um, oh, by the way, onit.com. <laughs> 
<laughs> check that out. Um, so it's an all natural, like it just, I usually take it before bed because yeah. when you wake up, you just wake up clear as day. It's, yeah. I'm not saying it's the cure-all, cure-all, but it helps. And even during the day when you start to get like, because I didn't want to depend on like um, Ativan or Xanax because mm-hmm. they gave me that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, not to say it doesn't work for f- folks, but they're. The early onset of Alzheimer's, I guess, is that how you pronounce Alzheimer's. it? Alzheimer's. <laughs> um, is kind of, there's a little correlation with like benzos. That's what they call mm-hmm. them. That kind of brings an onset of it. Yeah. So it's very dangerous. It's a beneficial drug in a short time, but mm-hmm. long time. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're out. But the new mood, I, I, I take it because I know work's going to be wild. <laughs> and uh, especially when I go to always, bed, always. yeah. Especially before I go to bed, because my mind is like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it kind of just, you know, brings you here. Yeah. So I know. I'll, I'll let you try some. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, because like, yeah, like I said recently, I drove a, f- a friend away because yeah, I was just, I've just been so anxious lately. And then, like, what are you anxious about? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it just like kind of comes on. Like I wish, and you, people always ask me, "Oh, well, what is it about?" I'm like. I don't know. Yeah. It's just, it's just here. <laughs> you ever get that? It's just oh, yeah. You're saying, me. man, what, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, I totally and get I, that. Yeah. I just worry a lot and I, I overthink a lot. I know a lot of people do that. I'm not the only one. Um, but yeah. And I just feel terrible now. Like, maybe make, <laughs> oh, well, though. Maybe you can show her this podcast when we're done. Be yeah. Like, this is what's going on. You, yeah. I think I come off like as needy sometimes when I get really anxious and insecure. I'm like, like pay attention to me like something sure, like sure. um so i kind of i kind of told them like hey like well if you don't want to hang out like we don't have to and i told yeah. them it was okay because i felt like they're kind of giving me kind of like, the cold shoulder like that's what was going on like if you don't want to hang out it's fine like i told them like i don't know if they took it the wrong way it's like oh no yeah we can hang out later and stuff and then we're supposed to hang out the next day and like, i never heard from them it's like oh shoot like i probably <laughs> scared them off or something <laughs> so yeah. yeah but it's good like i was saying earlier that you recognize it like, I oops. do. I need yeah. to stop that. I've done that a lot. It's a lot like, of work. Even it's a lot of work too. With um, like you said, like with like relationships and stuff. Like you know, it's just like dating. Like I, I usually end it pretty quick because like once I feel like oh, like I'm getting attached, like or I'm getting too vulnerable. I'm like okay, this person needs to leave because yeah. I don't, I don't want to get there. Yeah. Um, so are I, you I, afraid to really kind of let it out? Are you afraid to be vulnerable to like love and all that? Yes, because I'm afraid yeah. of the getting hurt part. <laughs> so like, yeah, that comes so with love. Friend. I know. So I just mm-hmm. end it before yeah. I can even get there, and that's, that's like, like my hot cocoa. You need hot water. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of like my that's been my self defense. Like, oh, well, I can't get hurt if it never gets anywhere. You know. So <laughs> yeah, guilty. Yeah, did it in I think every relationship I've been up into. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did it to my last one. I feel I recently apologized to her. Just again, I'm like, man, I never really, I wasn't all the way in. Yeah, it was always, eh, we'll see, we'll <laughs> see. You know, you're always, and I've heard people see that they're like, well, the relationship's going good, but we'll see. Like, yeah, we'll see what Ooh, happens. That's dangerous, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, why are you in it then? Yeah, <laughs> you know. I used to say that too, but not anymore. It's like, man, I'm just going to go for it. Yeah. Go for it, man. What do you got to lose? So, <laughs> Have you no. ever gone through that cash? Have you have like spats of where you push people away and you're just, you're over it or are you pretty 
Um, you know, I, I don't really push people away. How, uh, however, you know, I'm also not kind of a chaser, I guess. You know, it's more of when I see someone going through something or, you know, trying to find a, a, or a path through the journey in their life, mm-hmm. I'm not, like, wanting to steer them. You know, I think that it's important that a lot of people just do what they feel is right or something. And so even though, you know, people are pushing it away and, you know, you're recognizing that, I honestly think it might be good in the long term just because... If you didn't do it to that person, maybe you'll do it to the next person. Mm. So if you see it that way with this person, the next time you'll be worried about it, you'll be like, oh, you know, I did it. I already pushed someone away. So this person, I'm going to focus a little bit more time. And yeah. that comes like friendships or work employees or anything, you know. True. Like that. True. Damn, man. You sure you're not like a Zen master, bro? <laughs> no, I won't. Like, well, like I said, you know, it's uh, for get, me, get I think that, the most important get, thing get is like. Uh, there you go. Um, yeah there we go now i can hear you. <laughs> yeah you know there's actually a lot of um beauty you know in darkness from coming from my perspective right right whereas like um people who are going through something there's a lot to learn from it sure. uh, so even though you know i might not know what they're going through or anything i can know how to maybe help you know not tell them what to do but you know if one day they're just feeling a little down and they just need a coffee or something mm-hmm. you know that's beneficial to them and that honestly in my mind it's like oh that helped me so it makes me feel good. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, it's interesting perspective, uh-huh. you know, seeing and being a part of it. And I think, you know, as a child, I went through it, but not as like a long term. I recognized it, you know, earlier. And then just kind of, you know, why was it, you know, work out and listen to people of how to get motivated and stuff like that. And for me, it was like, I never heard it from, you know, family members or friends like, oh, you're doing a good job. It always came from myself, like telling myself and motivating myself. So it's, it's interesting yeah. You know, after living through college, you don't, or after going through college and then graduating, you don't have anyone after that saying like, oh, good job, or here's an A for working so well. You know, Uh after college, you're dropped off and you're like, good luck. You know, know, I went through that too, man. It's funny you say that because when college ended, I was in in school forever, dude. Mm -hmm. And then when it was over, I was, Mm -hmm. it's like when a soldier comes back from war. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good luck exactly. to you. That's yeah. how I felt too. Yeah, I went through a bad spell of just man, I was down. Yeah, you know, I didn't. My routine was gone. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I wasn't responsible to show up to anything. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, it's, you have your life. Yeah, and it's it's on it's on you now. Yeah, and it's like oh shit. Yeah, <laughs> and, and that's the scariest part too. Yeah. And I think a lot of that comes from you know schooling telling you you're doing a good job. You know, right. back having your back. And as, as like nice that is, I feel like it doesn't show the reality of the world. And you know, right. And and like you guys were mentioning, you know, a lot of people do go through um, anxiety, but they don't want to talk about it. It might not be severe. However, you know, you guys mentioned people are like, oh yeah, keep pushing forward, keep going. Sometimes I find that those people are actually, you know, very like are the da- worst. Exactly, yeah. and, and that's that's their kind of way to deal with life is like, you know, kind of go with the Navy Seal approach of just go. Yeah, you know, do it, do it, go, go, yeah. go, mm-hmm. go, go. Yeah, yeah, and I notice that more and more those people who are very like bossy and like this, 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 this. It's like t- you probably got some something you're not dealing oh, yeah. with, yeah. or you're afraid to admit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And those are the people I worry about the most. Yeah, because I think it comes from what, like you guys mentioned too. It's like recognizing it. You know, yeah. maybe those people are the ones who don't recognize it and instead mm-hmm. put it away. You know, hide mm-hmm. it, and then they're just like, "All right, let's see how I deal with today." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. And then they don't like reflect on the changes of the, how they're affecting other people, and that's important. It is. It man, 
Dude, are you sure you're not? Are you <laughs> sure you don't? Did you study philosophy? <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I love it. I love it. Yeah, dude, you're speaking very wise words that a lot of people are afraid. They're afraid to admit it. They're yeah. afraid that, like we were talking about earlier, that oh, who, who, what are people gonna think about? Me? Yeah, they're yeah. gonna think I'm crazy and I'm into weird stuff and I'm gonna hurt somebody. Yeah, and that that's really never the case. We're not crazy people. We're just we're in here. Yeah. A yeah. lot. Yeah. yeah. And and that's the hard part is to not be in here. Yeah. And that's all it is. Yeah. And when you're depressed, especially when you're bipolar, you're in here too much. Mm-hmm. You're just like, oh, it's, it's draining. Yeah. But I mean, it is hard when you do meet those people who do think that way, though. Because then you just kind of shut down again and think, oh, everyone else is going to think that way, too. Because... Um, mm-hmm. I think I mentioned to you that I was dating a dentist. Oh, you get a f- nice. I mean, your teeth are nice. You get free cleaning. Some no. bleach on them. <laughs> those puppies. <laughs> no, so I did date a dentist for just for a little bit, and then he saw some of my scars. Uh huh. So he asked about it, and I'm like, "Oh crap! I have to tell him." So then I told him. Um, <laughs> he didn't take it like. For, well, he wasn't mean about it but he just didn't do it take it very well so he told me like oh like well that that kind of worries me a bit I'm like like okay okay you know and then he's like yeah like well i just don't want to have to like be with someone like i'm gonna have to take care of when they're down like he's like talking like all this future stuff like yeah like i don't want a wife who can't take care of the kids because she's depressed in bed like i just don't want to have to like babysit someone coddle them and take care of them like I'm like, wow, okay How'd that then? make you feel? Well, it made me feel like really bad. I'm like, yeah. wow, okay. So then I was just like, even like just afraid to say anything anymore. And then he told me, oh, like, what well, does it run your family? I'm like, well, yeah, like my mom has it and stuff. Like, oh, like, yeah, that's that's a little worrisome. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. Dude, <laughs> so, some people are like brutally honest. Yeah. So I'm like. I don't like those people. You know, those people who are super blunt. Yeah. I've yeah. met a lot of people like, oh, I'm just blunt. I just tell it like it is. Stay away from me, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't like that. Yeah, yeah. so that, that, that it tells hurt me, me. Yeah, that tells me you don't think before you speak. Yeah, and you're not not to harp on this dentist dude. I mean, he was blunt, but he wasn't sensitive. Like, oh, I had no idea. Yeah, well, do how do you handle it? That's how it should have went. Like, how do you how do you handle it? How yeah, you, he he didn't care. He was just like worried, yeah. like, oh, I got to deal with this girl. Uh-huh. You know, I'm gonna have to take care of her. So. Yeah. yeah, when the day oh, comes, he, he needs help. And, that yeah. did happen, actually. Oh, he was see? having a bad day one time. We went to like a party. I noticed he was off, but I didn't mention anything. We were just surrounded by people. Like, well, I want to bring it up now in front of everybody. So I'll just give him a space. And then we're finally on our way back to his place. And then I asked him in the car, I'm like, hey, like, are you, are you okay? What's going on? Like, like yeah, I've just been like stressed with stressed with work. Like, I'm just, I'm a little down and blah blah blah. Were you like, hmm? Yeah, hmm. and How then the tables have he turned, actually turned, yeah. <laughs> on me. I'm like, oh, like, well, why didn't you tell me? Like, I, you know, we could have talked or something. Like, yeah, well, you didn't. He's, kind of, he kind of blamed it on me. Like, you didn't do much to help either, Mike. Oh my God! Really? Okay, yeah, he <laughs> turned it around on me. Yeah. Turned it around me like, yeah, like, well, you weren't very, like, happy or motivating. Like, well, because I'm the type of person I kind of go off of other people's energies. Yeah. So if other people are down, like, I automatically 
go down or if energies are up, then I'm up. So I feed off of other people's right. vibes. So yeah, I was yeah. always feeding off of his vibe. I know something was off. So then I started kind of feeling off. Like, yeah, you weren't much help. Like, you weren't <laughs> happy. You weren't making me laugh. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, I didn't know what was going on. You weren't telling me anything. And I've told him before. Like, I kind of go off of other people's moods. So... Yeah, after that was the last time we hung out, and I told him Good. like it's done. <laughs> so yeah. like you expect me to take care of you and be there for you and make sure you're okay, but you won't do it for me. I'm like okay, see what happens, <laughs> dude. It's probably the best thing that that didn't work out. Yeah, but yeah. Like I said, he's probably dealing with. Yeah, know. he's probably got something going on that he doesn't want to admit either. <laughs> you know, it's dangerous. I, it's funny you say about the energy thing mm-hmm. I remember when you came into work that one day and I I wasn't in a bad mood <laughs> <laughs> but, the energy's changed yeah, yeah. I, you were like hey and I looked at you I was like what and you are like okay I can feel the energy in this room this is gonna be a bad day I was like how dare you say that I'm just tired <laughs> it's so true I'm just, I'm just so sensitive to like other people's feelings that it it rubs off on me and i i hate it you know i don't know maybe it is a blessing and a curse i could feel other people's feelings but i mean it's also draining it is so my like, god oh. because yeah. <laughs> i know for me i'll walk into a room sometimes I'm like oh boy yeah this is gonna be interesting <laughs> mm-hmm. everybody's mad everybody's tense especially in ct i enjoy what we do but that that place just yeah. They need to play like soft music yeah. in the air or <laughs> yeah. put some aroma <laughs> yeah. candles. I think we just need a freaking window. Oh, I think window. we need sunlight. We need yeah, to see the sky and the grass and yeah. something. That that place, so my friend that lives in the other country, her and her mom, so she's an architect and uh-huh. her mom is a, like a master feng shui person. Oh. So they work together and they go to... I think this is what they do. I haven't got the whole just of it. But they go to companies and they go, because they're really into energy. Like Asian culture is really into mm-hmm. like energy and yeah. how things are set up. And we were t- I was talking to her about that. I was like, you know, there's no windows. Is I don't mind the dark part, I think, because oh, it kind of like calms really, your mood a little bit. Oh, I'm yeah. the opposite. I can't be in the dark because uh, it gets me... Or the dim. Really I shouldn't say we're yeah. in like pitch black dark like with night vision <laughs> goggles on. It gets me yeah. like tired and kind of down if I'm in the dark. It's just like, oh, like, it's time to go to bed. Yeah. You know? But being under fluorescent lights for 12 hours, yeah. not seeing sunlight, yeah. everybody gets pissed off if you go, I wouldn't say pissed off, but... You know, they get stressed. They're like, oh, man, they had to leave. We're busy. Yeah, I mean, you guys are always all like, you know, high tense. And just because you got patients coming in and out. And so you're already at that level. And then so if someone walks in and they're just, oh, you're already tense. Just one little spark could make you go a little bit. Oh, yeah, game on. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, it's just like that. But I was telling her, I was like, if we could just get a window. If we could just see a sign of hope. That's all we want. That's all it really is. Like, oh, there is something out there. (laughs) Yeah. You know? And she was telling me, she's like, if you look at most hospitals, most facilities, not the newer ones that are coming Mm -hmm. up, there's no windows in the ER. There's no windows in the room. Um, The windows are limited because they want to protect their equipment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I didn't understand that part, but I don't know if sunlight affects everything, but they want to protect the equipment they don't want to protect the people yeah i was like damn that's there's some truth to that <laughs> yeah 
Because even yes. in like operating rooms, I don't know money. if you've ever been in an operating room, but boy, talk about high stress. Yeah. yeah Maybe if you sure. got a moment just to be like, <laughs> right. all right, I cool. never, I never liked <laughs> going to the OR. I'm like, nope, it's not for me. Yeah. So I don't know if the window uh, allows small particles or bacteria to come in. That's why know. they're not there. But it, it's true. It, it, it's so true. And it, it's crazy that you feel that way too. A yeah. lot of people feel that way. Yeah. It's like our our health system, just the way buildings are built, it, it's wrong. Yeah. It's backwards, man. <laughs> it's even so- even when you look at it too, with they're prioritizing the students, you know, having the windows, you know, that whole new building is going to come in. They get windows and you know, yeah. the employees. I just feel bad. You know, it's like oh, yeah, they're yeah. in the trenches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're just... And it, it's it's weird that human beings need to see that they need mm-hmm. to be they need to look outside like all right cool it's yeah. there. it's there yeah yeah it's there and I was telling her too I was like you know it feels like I'm in lockdown a prisoner for twelve hours yeah yes. like this must what it feels yes. like yes you go nuts dude yeah you can't leave that department no and that's something I do miss from like my X-ray job like I got to be all over the hospital like doing these X-ray portables and. I get to look out the window in the patient's room. So I just kind of look out. I'm like, oh, okay, so nice out there. And just honestly just walk around, see different people, different faces and everything. Yeah. But yeah, I can see T and I'm, I'm stuck in that one room yeah. all day. The, in all fairness, it's a it's a great hospital, but that room is built wrong. Yeah. I don't know why we're even right there. <laughs> and honestly, I think, it, you know, awful. if they had that option to move it, you know, they would maybe, but I feel like it's maybe. just set there. You know, yeah. that CT yeah. machine is just, you can't yeah, move it. It's the, done. Yeah, it costs yeah. so much money to yeah. just yeah. pick it from here to there. Yeah. It, we sh- what they should have done is had a whole separate building for CT. Yeah. Like, because they'll, they'll drag patients from all over that place to that little <laughs> section. Yeah. Yeah. Why not drag them out to a building? Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. It's, God, it's just bad. Yeah. It, and I don't get it because diagnostically where radiation, where imaging is headed is more CT. Yeah. I mean, I've talked about this a lot. This <laughs> is just a theory, not even a theory, a hypothesis that sooner or later, x-ray is going to be a thing of the past. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it. not only is it, I don't know. I Damaging mean, it. You know, it's a lot of radiation too. I mean, x-ray, I think the only reason they keep it around is because of the radiation is a a it's lot lower. Dose. Oh, got yeah. you. Oh. And CT is a lot higher, yeah. but you get more out of a CT than you do an x-ray. Yeah. Like when it comes to surgeries and planning and mm-hmm. it's just where it's headed. Um, not to take, not to scare people. I mean, x-ray is going to be around forever, hopefully. But the more and more I look at it, we're doing scans now for hands. Yeah. Yeah. Ankles. Yeah. Like what, what are we doing? Like this x-ray. <laughs> yeah. X-ray does this. Yeah. Even like the COVID thing, I'm like, why are we CTing? Why are we doing a CT? Just do an X-ray. Start Mm. there. Yeah. Yeah. I think they do. Because I remember when I was still on X-ray, we go up to the units and we had to pepper on, go Uh inside the room and take the X-rays. So I think they probably do that first. And then like, if they see something, they'll come down to CT. But I know a lot of my X-ray coworkers are still having to go into like COVID patients and stuff. (sighs) COVID. Go away already. <laughs> I know, seriously. Just go. You know, it's it's 
Yeah, I don't I don't know why we went off on that subject, but we, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, we sure did. Yeah. We're just griping about work. Right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. You you got to though. You gotta yeah, yeah. gripe about it. Just oh, like yeah. with depression, anxiety, uh, you gotta I've let a lot out to cash <laughs> about work. Yeah. 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 And I'm sure he's like, Oh psh, I get it. Yeah. I get it. You yeah. have to, because I've talked to people who aren't in the medical field, and I'm laying it out there, <laughs> especially that plane crash that happened recently, mm, and we scanned yes. those folks. Yeah. Uh, I was telling people, and they're like, that's depressing. Why are you even talking about it? I was like, I need to talk about yeah. it. Yeah. That is some shit you don't ever want to see yeah. or even hear about. Yeah. No. You know? Yeah, it's scary. Yeah, I, I did the same. Like, I need to kind of let it out so i just told my mom obviously my mom's the only person i talk to that's all right i mention her a lot uh <laughs> she's like yeah she's like the same like like no like you're gonna make me start crying they just like stop I'm like oh i need to tell somebody <laughs> you yeah know? yeah i uh luckily i had a therapy session like after that happened and i was telling him i was like man this this is heavy mm-hmm. and he was like if this still is bothering you by our next let's let's work on it yeah and he is such a good, oh my God, he is so good at what he does. And he's like, you're not the only one that, because he deals with a lot of people in our healthcare. He's like, you'd be surprised. It could be the smallest thing that people are just like, I, I can't, I don't yeah. want to do this anymore. And yeah. then there's some things where it's like, yeah, whatever. I think, I don't know if it's this crazy. happens yeah. to you, but this is something I don't mention to people either. I think I've only mentioned to like a couple of friends, but it's hard being like in the medical field, at least like for me, is like, and we see like these young people like pass away and stuff. And they had like that one, I don't know if you heard about like the mother of three. She was like passed away on her birthday. Ugh. You hear about that one? Yeah. She no. was, she was so young. Yeah. She was only like, I'm not going to mention, I don't know, like HIPAA thing. Yeah, um, at least no names yeah, or the um, facility. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, she passed away and she, you know, she left behind her three young kids and her husband. And then like in my state, I was already kind of in a bad place when this happened. So like in my mind, like, why couldn't that have been me? You know, like, why? Like, why didn't you take me instead? You know, she had a lot yeah. going for her. She was a mom. She was a wife. I'm sure she had a beautiful life. Like, I'm not leaving anyone behind. I'm like, just take me. Um, So then I get stuck in those dark thoughts. So sometimes that happens when I'm around like the death and Mm -hmm. like, oh man, like it should have been me. (laughs) Yeah. I I don't know if that happens to you too. All the time. Yeah. I mean, I've been in the medical field since day one, since I was a little kid. I've Mm -hmm. had surgeries and it just, and I'm pretty strong. But lately, some of the things I've seen, I'm like, man, I'm, I don't want to see this anymore. You know, this is too much. Yeah. And I'm sure, like we said, those fools, not fools, but <laughs> yeah. those individuals who are, you know, all like, nah, it's yeah. not. I'm sure they go home and be like, oh, God, yeah. what are we doing? You know, it's to see something like we saw with that crash. Mm-hmm. Us, uh, it was too much. So- painful to watch it's too much for me i I was i wanted to go home for the rest of the day yeah i was not feeling it after that and i hope sooner or later in the medical field as a whole they realize we need to have therapy on board 24 7 Mm -hmm. yep uh i don't care how silly it sounds i don't care if it's i stubbed my toe (laughs) and you know i'm not uh you know, it kind of just ruined my day. Yeah. I need to talk to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care how dumb or silly anybody thinks it is. There needs to be a change. Yeah. 
That's what I really appreciated about the University of Arizona. You know, any health sciences student had that option for any therapist. So if you, you know, were down and they, they understood, you know, the healthcare system is, it's hard. You know, you see things that n no one sees, you know, on a daily. Yeah. And they don't even think about it too. You know, they just go through their normal day. They don't, they don't really know how many people are going in. They don't know how many people are going out, how many people are having problems. So it was nice to see that, you know, some universities do see that. But you're right, you know, for employees, they should have someone there 24-7, you know, yeah. just if anyone just needs to talk. Because, you know, no one needs to sit there for an hour, you know, all the time. But for 10 minutes, you know, that that helped a lot. Yeah. yeah. Something, something to give them just that little bit of that motivation. Yeah, like, yeah that you reassurance. Know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. That reassurance. Like, hey, look, I, I get where you're coming from. Try this out. Mm -hmm. Work on that for the day. See how it works out. Mm -hmm. They don't need to, like you said, you don't need to be for, you can't leave your job for an hour. Yeah. Like, yeah. I need to go talk. Yeah. You know, yeah. There, there has to be a limit to it. Yeah. Uh, maybe when you get off your shift, you can yeah. invest more time into it. But there needs to be teams more than ever. Yeah. Because things are only getting weirder and weirder. Yeah. And like, really yeah. weird. Yeah. <laughs> What's going <laughs> you know? on? And the, you know, and that <laughs> doesn't help, you know, with COVID too, with everyone, you know, kind of staying away from each other. I feel like this is the time where we need to be, you know, closer yeah. Exactly. Yes. Especially in our little room. I'm like, this mm -hmm. is how COVID spreads. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were so confined I say it in there. all the time. Like when all those doctors and residents show up, I mean bless them, they're trying to learn. I get yeah. But I was like, this is how it spreads, oh, yeah. man. Yeah. I don't know where they you've been. Swore where in. They've been. Yeah. Yeah. And they have like the need just like to touch everything. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. When I see them pick up the phone with their everything. gloves and I'm just like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> they're in their gowns leaning on it. I'm yeah. like, yeah. get out of yeah. here. I know. <laughs> like toddlers, like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah so oh annoying. man. Yeah, I hope I don't know. I hope I hope something changes sooner sooner than later. The, I I don't think COVID's going away anytime mm -hmm. soon. Unfortunately. I think not. it's going to be here for the rest of the year, maybe till next. It's not going away. Yeah. Even when they try to let up all oh, of a yeah. sudden. Mm -hmm. I don't know how these numbers are found. But all of a sudden, it's like, boop, 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 boop. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, back to where we started. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And that, that's something that we kind of <laughs> talked about. It's like, should that be public information? Like, I don't think it should. I don't think so either. And it's just because different interpretations that people can get from it. Right. So it's, And it's not good. Yeah. People turn to, to barbarians. Yeah. Like, stay away from me. Yeah. Where's your mask? Where's your mask? I get the mask thing. I was against it. But, you know, when I go into public places, I wear it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If mm -hmm. I'm walking yep. outside, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not wearing one. Get out of here. <laughs> I'm outside. It is right. interesting, though, because on the topic of, like, anxiety, it shows that people, you know, are scared, you yeah. know, inherently, you know, even though if yeah. they walk the planet and they go to their job and they're just doing their nine to five and they come back home, they're like, oh, I'm not scared. And then you put the mask on and then they realize, you know, I have a life, you know, right. I'm scared. They kind of realize that life is more important or something. I'm not too sure what it sparked it. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah when I put on a mask, I'm like, all right. I feel yeah. safer all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Like, what? Where does this it, come from? It's a little security yeah. blanket. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It could protect your image. It could protect, you know, people looking at you different. Because, uh, you know. That is true. You get yeah. a lot of kickback if you don't wear one now. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> it's interesting. We, what are we turning into? <laughs> I don't know. Who's ever writing this? How dare you? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. And I, I think it's just the beginning, <laughs> but I think it's going to be interesting because <sighs> you do see people kind of appreciating where they are a little bit more than their life before you know people that were those bullhorn people and that were angry and you know hiding it through that way right. i feel like they're kind of seeing it now yeah that you're not immune 
Yeah. Like, yeah, you you're not get, invincible. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe that's the programming who was ever programming and downloaded this virus. <laughs> yeah. <onto> yeah. Us. <laughs> um I think like that. I think we're yeah. just little computer we talked about this. Yeah. Little, dude. It, it, <laughs> I think we're just a little we're little computers and we got downloaded and mm-hmm. you know, we we caught a virus. <laughs> Till the virus clears out. Yeah. You know, we're stuck in it. Yeah. You know, look at a computer. It does the same thing. Yeah. You get a virus. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Take it in. And sometimes you can't get rid of it. Yeah. And that's the scary part, too. I don't know if we're going to get rid of this. I don't yeah. know if it's just going to. Yeah. I mean, the Spanish. What was it? The Spanish, Spanish influenza. Influenza went away for decades. Yeah. And now it's back. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. <sighs> yeah. It's, yeah all, it's, it's just all interesting. Yeah. Because yeah. no one knows. Yeah, no one knows. It's so crazy what's going on with the world. And it's just, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of cool that we get to be like a part of it and experience it. But at the same time, it's like scary. I'm like, oh gosh, like it's just so much happening and going on all at the same time, like all at once. Yeah. So, man, I don't know. <laughs> I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful, you know, human beings, we're good at it, yeah. we're good at figuring things out. Um, hopefully we don't turn ourselves totally against each other. Yeah. That's my biggest fear. Yeah. Like you were saying two seconds ago, all of a sudden, if you're not wearing a mask, it's like, <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> you know, everybody's like yeah. beating their chest. <laughs> yeah. 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 We're seeing it everywhere. Yeah. 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 Also, yeah. they're aggressive towards each other. And instead of, Hey, do you got a mask? You can put one on. I, that happened to me. I went to a store and I went in real quick. That's when I didn't want to wear a mask. I was like, yeah. Do <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then um, the lady came at me. She's like, you can't be in here without a mask. That's, yeah. that's the rule. And I gave her the biggest <laughs> look. Yeah. Like, who are you? She's like, who are you? Yeah. Who are you? Yeah. And uh, she's like, we offer one for a dollar at the. I was like, oh, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I storm, and she even told I could hear one of the employees. She's like, "Follow him." I was yeah. like, "No, you don't need to follow me." Oh my gosh! As yeah. I went out to my car, pull him back on. But I get it. Oh it, no, it, I, I, I totally it. had to I understand that too. I, I had to yeah. go through that too because when I went back to Arizona over the weekend, you know, everyone in Utah is kind of walking around. You know, they're not as scared. They're a little bit better, but in Arizona, everyone is scared. You know, they are in their house. They're bolted up they're wearing masks everywhere yeah. people are wearing gas masks but <laughs> oh yeah in, I don't get the in gas like 120 mask degree yeah. weather with like the double filters I'm like it's not like that yeah <laughs> but you know it just kind of put it in perspective because i work for healthcare, and you know i don't see it as crazy as it, they're saying it is right. but then when you go out and see people really scared it's like okay you know yeah. well that I goes back to i think that's what you're trying to go into is educating the population who's not in healthcare. Yeah, exactly. I think that's such a huge it's, thing that we need right now. It's transparency. A big flaw. Yeah, huge flaw. Yeah. Especially when we kind of talk about, you know, people wanting to do you to do one thing. You know, they they say this is how you get successful. This is, you know, get a job, nine to five, do this, and then you'll be successful and you'll be happy. But I think yeah, that quote is that happy part. Yeah, exactly. And it's you can't, not for everybody. <laughs> no, it's not. no, exactly. <laughs> we have been fooled yeah. time and time again. Yeah. So. But it's, it's, you know, they don't understand that there's options, there's different ways of success, you know, right. ha- there's different ways of happiness, money isn't everything. But I, I did want to ask you this because I was kind of curious for both of you, mm-hmm. but what would like define happiness or end week in your guys' mind? Because maybe, I, you know, question. maybe people have different understandings of what those words mean. And so 
they don't really know how to apply the lessons or learning because their definition is a little different. So maybe, you know, if your happiness could connect with someone else's or something. Great question. You want to go first? <laughs> um, so I think, so the way I define happiness is like a light. Like that's my happiness. Like, cause when I'm happy, I feel like I'm a light and people even said like, Oh, you're just like so light. You're, you're glowing. I'm like, Oh yes, that's because I'm happy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, thank Nailed you it. so much. Um, so happiness is like a, a light for me. And I just, like, I close my eyes and like, I can see it. So, um, that's my definition. And you're just at peace, you know, and, like I'm trying, I'm trying to describe it, like how I feel it. No, no, take yeah. your time. But like I can't everybody, really come up with the words. Like you're saying everybody has a different yeah outgo on it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, peace and light. I feel like that's. How Are you I talking like happiness. internal peace or external? Or I a think bit of it's both? all about. Um, and most importantly, it'd, it'd be internal peace, because um, that's where it starts. Like no matter what's going on around you, you have to start with that internal peace. Mm-hmm. So that's where it'd be, and then. I mean, the external would be nice too, but you, right. you can't control the external. True. Uh, I think for me, for my piece is doing the things, um, and I didn't understand this. This I'll kind of put a story inside a story. So I have a younger brother who unfortunately is part of the opiate epidemic and the heroin epidemic. And he always told me he's, as much as it sounds as bad as, it looks and what he's doing. He's always told me I get to do what I want to do when I want to do it. And I don't have anybody telling me how I should be living. And I never got that. I'm like, dude, like you're doing, you're doing drugs. Like you're, mm-hmm. you're, mm-hmm. you're pissing your life away for what? And then as lately I've, I've, I don't know if he knows how much he affects me with some of the things he says. Cause I take it in. Yeah. Some people yeah. are. Yeah come at me and they're like, oh, you're not listening. Trust me, I listen yeah. a lot. And the more and more I've been alone and I didn't do any of this for over 10 years and and now that I've gotten back into it, it's like, he's right. Mm-hmm. And when I get to do this, we get to talk like, mm-hmm. and I get to do music the way I want to do music, when I want to do it, there's no one telling me you got a deadline. Mm-hmm. That for me yeah. is true happiness. Yeah. That's because you're doing what you want to do. Yeah. Just that freedom. Yeah. I don't have a free feeling. And I have lately, I've had a really hard time with work. And I've always kind of said this. I was like, I don't, like I said, I don't not appreciate what I have, but it gets harder and harder to be on somebody else's schedule. Oh, yeah. This is when you get to have a day off. This (laughs) is the time you have to come into work. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to put in your vacation and hopefully you get it. Yeah, it's yeah. annoying. Like it's should, huh? Yeah. Right? Like I can't pick what days I want. Yeah, off. yeah. and and yeah. even when you're sick, oh, you're sick. You better call in, and you yeah. know you're not going to get paid. And it's like I'm sick. Yeah, you get like yeah. scared to call in. Yeah, you're like, do yeah. I have to? You, you get scared. And you, you, yeah, you don't you feel com- good. You don't take <laughs> yeah. care of your health. You're yeah, like, right. Oh, I got I got bills to worry yeah. about, and everybody's got bills. Yeah. But that for me. When I'm on my time and I'm doing the things I like to do and nobody's, don't get me wrong, there's reasons for schedules for Mm -hmm. certain things. Oh, yeah. But when it comes to work, I struggle. Not because I'm not, I don't, I'm not lazy. Yeah. It's, you just kind of wake up more. Like, what, what am I doing? Who am I living for? You know, I'm making a corporation tons of money, billions of dollars, if not. 
and I get just a tiny bit. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's you the know? blessing in the curse of COVID. You know, it's kind of like yeah. people are waking up and realizing it. And not just us. I think it's also employers. You know, people are being like, wait, why is this guy suffering? And why am I up here? And they're yeah. down there. So I think it's a little bit of a wake up. You hope. Because hope. you don't know. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of people with a lot of money who are still like, mm-hmm. nope. Yeah. And they're the sure. ones making the rules. And they're like, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they're the ones in control. And here we are. Okay, I got to work a 12-hour shift. Yeah. These are my days off, and I got to plan everything around somebody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, to me, bothers me oh, a yeah. lot. More yeah. and more as I get older, and I'm tired of it already. Yeah. That actually happened to me on Sunday. Like I had a little meltdown, like a little you know, panic attack, and it happened oh. at night. And then like my mom's like, oh, like you should call in tomorrow I'm like no like i can't like i can't miss work but i'm like well think about it like if you go in like are you gonna do a good job I'm like right no <laughs> like I, I know i will like i know myself i know i wouldn't do a good job and yeah that just kind of hinder the rest of the team as well mm-hmm. like well call in but yeah i was afraid too i'm like oh he's gonna get mad he's gonna get like, upset if i call in um i've only called in like once before but i still got that anxiety I'm like oh He's gonna be angry. He's thinking yeah. bad employee, um, right? But yeah, yeah I call even them. that like gets in you, and, and yeah. it shouldn't be like that. I'm like, hey man, or or miss, I'm I'm having an off day, and it'd probably be beneficial that I don't come in. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I you know I apologize, but I, I'm I'm trying to look out for not only me but the team, the team and the patients, right? Like, right? Because yeah, when, like when we're in that mindset, when you're hurting everybody's yeah. hurting. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Damn cash. Great question, man. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, it's interesting. It's what, just, what's it for you, though? Hmm. What What does it happiness. for you, your your happiness? You know, I've never really thought of that until now. Honestly, my happiness comes from, honestly, like, learning about people. You know, my uh, I heard this one quote where you learn from, I, I've brought it up three times now, but, like, you learn from the suffering, you know? Sure, uh, sure, sure. My biggest uh, quote that I've ever got was first, it's like, you're supposed to endure to the end. And when I read that, you know, I first thought, you know, so you're supposed to just go. You're supposed to just live it. And then I started asking people, like, what endure meant to them. And a lot of it meant, you know, suffering. And um, when I heard that, I was like, oh, we are put here to suffer. You know, everyone suffers differently. Mm-hmm. Some suffer more than others. Some, you know, go through life happily. But at the end of the day, you know, we're all going to be one and we're all going to understand. So, and, so if you're a person that doesn't understand, you know, it's not. It's not bad, but it doesn't give them a perspective. And, you know, people will shun them away, in my opinion, because they're like, just need to listen. So happiness comes from understanding the suffering, not, you know, totally suffering. But yeah, yeah. not trying to fix it either. Yeah. And man, dude. What you, you need to you, <laughs> no. you need to speak up more about it. <laughs> yeah. well, it's just been interesting. You, you need to educate some of these <laughs> folks around that workplace. Yeah. yeah. You're on, <laughs> yeah. you're on point, my man. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But you know, again, yeah. it's just always just observing. I've always been that kind of guy to observe people instead yeah, of you know same. push my way. And and so it's it's interesting to being here when you observe people and they truly do look like they're suffering more. Yeah. Maybe not in the terms of. I think it's more their position in life you know where i had a lot of friends that expecting to get eighty thousand dollars out of college they thought they earned it they thought they got it and the moment they got rejected it just all came crashing down on them mm-hmm. and i think that people here are just a little bit more scared about their position in life yeah than 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Which isn't wrong, you know. No, which, no, it's no, just no, recognizing sure. it versus not. Yeah, and man, I don't, I don't even know how to follow that. Up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you hit the, you hit it right on point. I, I think to sum everything up that we've done. Oh, listen, mm-hmm. just listen. Don't ever try to tell somebody get over it. Yeah. It, what I've learned most of all in everything is people who are depressed or anxious. The worst thing you could do is tell them get over it. Yeah. What do you get over it? Because that makes it worse. Yeah. That it does. Yeah. That's the trigger of like, all right, well, f you too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You really don't. You didn't like you just said. You didn't listen. Yeah. You're not yeah, listening. Exactly. And I think society as a whole has done damage like that. We yeah. really don't listen. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, really listen. Like, you sit there and just put yourself in that position. Yeah. You know, like, what if it was it. you? Yeah. And some fool told you to get over it. Just mm-hmm. get over it. You know? Yeah. I feel like that's like a bad phrase, too, because it just kind of puts it back on that person. Like, well, like, there is something wrong with me. Why can't I get over it? So it just yeah. makes you feel even worse about yourself. Like, like, I'm good for nothing. Like, I can't yeah. get over it. Like, I'm not strong enough. So it's a, yeah, it's a, dangerous phrase to use yeah and, and we're all striving to be happy mm-hmm. so it <sighs> <laughs> you guys this has been amazing yeah thank you so much no i appreciate it yeah this is Cash, awesome crystal yeah. uh this is probably far the best one um yet so far this is and i hope whoever listens takes everything in yeah and kind of explores themselves and you know be a good person yeah you don't need to be a jerk yeah i totally there's that is our white house representatives don't be a jerk just the motto of the day yeah don't don't be a jerk listen learn and um take care of each other Mm -hmm. um it's it's important that we understand where everybody's coming from or at least try to understand um and just be there for each other rather it's just listening and not saying anything Mm -hmm. or if it's saying a lot and maybe it's just a simple text hey how you doing yeah checking in on people this has been great i appreciate you guys both i know it took a lot crystal for we had a lot of texts back and forth i don't know i I don't know i don't know yeah it's hard it's hard for me to share my story sure it's hard to be vulnerable like that yeah i you know i get it just keep it private so yeah and I, I hope as time goes on, you can kind of work it out, be more and more aware, because it's only going to help somebody else. It yeah. really is. It really As cliche as it sounds, <laughs> somebody out there is just dying to probably tell somebody what's going on. Yeah. So I agree. <laughs> so keep it up. Don't give up on Thank it. Thank you. Yeah, I'm working on it. <laughs> oh, always keep making yourself better. Cash. Likewise, thank you so yeah, much. No, man. thank you guys. Dude, thank you. I think I might just have you sit in. Anytime. Yeah, anytime. Yeah. Years of studying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate you both. Um, have a great day. Um, take care. Hey, thanks for us. You guys. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I always like to leave with a bit of music because I think music is super important for a lot of things, mm-hmm. for a lot of people. Um, people can just kind of relate to it greatly crystal your song that you've been into it <laughs> yes yeah, can so you this say it is, for me yeah so i'm gonna explain it so this is my happy song okay so this is a song i go to since we're talking about like depression anxiety i'm like oh 
I'm going to share like my happy song. This is what gets me up and dancing. Cool. So it's called um, Danza Cuduro by Don Omar. By Don Omar. Mm-hmm. So Danza is spelled D-A-N-Z-A. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, his last, is that his or her? That's the name of the song. Oh, that's the name of the song. Yes. The name of the song is Danza. Okay, so that is spelled D-A-N-Z-A-Q-Q-K-U-D-U-R-O. And the artist is Don Omar. Omar. That's spelled D-O-N. Um, space his last name o-m-a-r yep <laughs> check it out folks enjoy and as always thank you for listening this is Earth.